This is the Anything Goes with Jackson Neal podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jackson Neal here for episode number 120. 120 for Anything Goes. Today, the guest is Lova talking about her new EP, A Gentleman's Guide. But before we jump into that, just want to remind everyone that you can rate and subscribe to this podcast on all of your favorite platforms, whether you like to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud, no matter where you like to listen, you can subscribe to this podcast with new episodes coming every single Tuesday and Thursday. So today, talking with Lova about her EP, A Gentleman's Guide, it's this new kind of age pop sound, but almost with a little bit of a twist. The project, uh, each song on the project is directed either a guy or a group of guys that she has met throughout her life, and it's just made some really, really interesting songs, especially the lead single, Daddy Issues. I mean, you hear that, you think one thing, but the song's actually the exact opposite in a way of maybe what you would of what you would expect uh lova describes that the inspiration behind this ep what she was thinking going into writing it uh, and recording it and just how all these songs came together it was such a fun conversation i had with her so let's jump right into it can you tell me a little bit about this new ep a gentleman's guide a gentleman's guide yes i I've always, since I was little, I think I've decided to kind of have this voice and ground to stand on and to have a place where I can speak my mind. And I think after the whole kind of Me Too movement happened and a lot of things came up to the surface, I really felt like I needed to write a whole EP (laughs) dedicated to the men in the world and about different situations that I've been in and uh, different meetings with men and dates I've been on and just kind of like a do's and don'ts list of how people should behave and talk. And uh, I, yeah, the inspiration kind of came from that. I had, I've been through, I've had some bad dates with guys and I met some label guys that haven't been the best people and I just felt like I had a lot to say and I felt like it was the right time to write about this now and I always want my music to stand behind what my opinions are and my beliefs and I really want my listeners to get to know me and really know where I stand um so for me it's always been like super important to write about stuff that's very close to my heart and things that I actually care about and want to talk about and to start conversations around the world um, and to be more transparent and honest in my music. Oh, that's, yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, you said yeah. there, you said right there that you felt this was the right time. Why did you feel that way? Why did you feel right now in your career was the right time to write these kind of songs? <clears throat> I just think, especially after like, like I said, like the Me Too movement and a lot of things brought up, like was brought up to the surface here in Sweden and like this talk about like equality. We've always been talking about it, but I felt like it was such a big thing a few years ago 
And I really started to think about that more and see more, like look after all these small signs. And I really, and also with getting older, I felt like I needed to stand my ground and also like speak up about the things that I've been through and kind of also like, cause I like in my personal life and all that, I'm very shy and private and I haven't been the most like brave person and been speaking up about when things happen to me. So it's also like a lot of therapy session for me to just like actually take those situations. Like I wrote a song called PS about a date where a guy really ended up treating me super badly, but I didn't really say anything at that time. Um, so I just felt like writing about it was the right thing to do for me, like personally, just to get it off my chest. But also I'm sure that there's other people that has been through the same thing and can identify with that. And uh, yeah, I just thought also it was like a fun, creative concept to write about and make it the whole EP about pretty much one thing and do it a little bit like I even named it like a gentleman's guide. So it is like every song is almost like a list or it's like do's and don'ts, like don't do this, do this. And like, this is how you should behave. Uh, and I just like, I think what I hope is just that it can be an eye opener for everybody to think more about their behavior and how their actions affect people and just to be more self-critical a bit, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So... And I think yeah. it's a, like you said, it's, I think it's a really cool way. It's like a really kind of fun and cool way to talk about these kind of, I don't know, I think these is kind of like serious ideas you're touching on. And yeah. I saw that you said that each track is like directed at a specific type of guy or group of guys that you've, that you've met at some point in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like the PS song is about one guy that I went on a Tinder date with actually, <laughs> that just like. It actually started out really good, but then he wanted to take me to his place and I wasn't up for that. Uh, so I went to my place and he just turned like 180 and became such a douchebag and just like his ego was so bruised, like he couldn't really take a no. So I really wanted to write about a song about that. And then I have a song called Daddy Issues, uh, which is more focused to dads and especially dads who is expecting sons or is raising sons and just also like to encourage them more to have these real conversations with their sons and to talk more about raw emotion and just to break that whole alpha male image of how a man should be, mm -hmm. uh, which I think it's so outdated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a track I really want to touch on that daddy issues one, because yeah. the, the first time I listened to it, you know, I, I enjoyed the song, but as I listened to it more and more and looked at those lyrics, I realized just the kind of message and everything that that track had behind it. And it, yeah. it's, it's really kind of different and cool one that I don't think I've ever seen in a song before. Can you take me into like how you, what inspired that track and what was, what it was like writing it? Oh gosh. I actually wrote this, I think two years ago, like I've had this song for a long time but I think I I think I got it from because I can just see like I am so lucky we grow like I've grown up with an amazing dad and I have a brother who uh, I can see look up so much to my dad um and almost a little bit listens 
more to my dad than what he does to my like and my mom um and i can just see also like in the industry i know i can see this pattern of like guys looking up to guys and guys want to work with guys and like so i just thought of like how much of a responsibility you have both as a mom and a dad and as a parent but just like when I saw that my brother looked up so much to my dad, I was just I was so happy to, for him just to see that he had such a good example of how a man should be. But I know that a lot of people don't have that. So I really wanted to touch on that and to encourage more dads to be show a vulnerable side and to teach sons at a young age how to treat yourself and how to treat other people around you and just to be a respectful guy. Um, especially with, with like when there's a lot of I know like my brother's listening to a lot of hip-hop music which I'm also doing and I love hip-hop music <laughs> but a lot of the lyrics can be super like disrespectful to women and all of that so I think it's important to have a role model in your life that can teach you how to be a good person mm-hmm. exactly like you can kind of listen to that music and yeah, I completely agree with that in hip hop. You you get a lot yeah. of those similar themes. But I mean, mm-hmm. even like how you're describing how your kind of family members influenced in your case, your art and your music and the way you view the world. If you have those, that kind of strong base of that dad, of that dad figure, it kind yeah. of actually raises you, right? Even though maybe you do listen to some music with some, some bad themes in it. Oh, totally. Yeah, 100%. And the music video for that track is something that yeah. I also really, really enjoyed. <laughs> You're on Thanks. the phone. Can you just tell me the inspiration behind that? Well, it was actually I, because I had some ideas, but then I met a director called Simon, who it was actually his idea having that like whole conference room with the whole with the phone call. Because I didn't want since the song it is such a big statement in itself i didn't want the video to like overpower it in a way mm-hmm. uh so i just thought like with the phone it makes everything so conversational because because the song is very conversational it's actually like hey what's up this is like me reaching out to all the dads um and just want to have an honest conversation and encourage them to be a good role model so i really love that whole idea with like adding the phone and making it so literal with the conversation thing um but then still have also those like two sides to it so you have the bedroom scene where it gets more naked and personal and it almost like shows this side of hurt also because it's also like i bring up the in the lyrics like please teach your sons to be better better a better man than what i've have dated and or what the men that I've met before. Uh, so like the bedroom scenes almost represent that whole like the hurt behind it and the sadness and the things I've been through and the guys I met like my love life. Um, but then also like the whole with the conference room and being on the table that adds more the encouragement than the power behind it as well. So I really wanted like to show those two sides to it. Exactly, and I think and you yeah. mentioned something there, like the whole kind of balance of it. You didn't want the video to kind of overpower because it is a, a yeah, statement. exactly. You wanted you wanted the song to still be the the front and center kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. 
so I was able to, to strike that kind of balance. Um, I want yeah. to touch on a quote you you have said before. You've said that you you hope to kind of be a role model. Um, yeah. In your music career, and there's, <laughs> but there's something you know you said uh, earlier in the interview how you know you're, you're in your personal life are kind of shy almost. Is your totally. music career is your music career a way for you to kind of maybe step out of that shell and and attack some of these kind of issues and talk about these issues that maybe in your personal life you wouldn't otherwise if you didn't make this kind of music? Yeah, 100%. I almost feel like I put on this alter ego <laughs> in a way. I almost like step into another person. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like music has always made me more brave. Like even when I was younger, I was like, I'm getting more social now and like I'm practicing to get out there more. But when I was younger, I was super shy. Like I never ever wanted to raise my hand in the class, like in class in school. And I really stayed a lot at home and music has always been like my kind of safety net or like where I could feel that I could express what my feelings and opinions and just, yeah, a way to vent everything I felt. Um, so it definitely, I think it makes me braver to say things that I don't really usually talk about otherwise, but it's also something it's, I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one, one thing you mentioned there was like when you're making music, you almost step into this kind of like alter ego, you said, and like yeah. what kind of gets you into that different mindset? What helps you go from maybe your personal life to this more outspoken person in your artist? I don't know I just think knowing that my mute like people listen to my music and just like how I can just see because I I think what changed it for me were were like the moments when I knew that music could change someone's life was when I I was in this singing competition when I was younger uh, that I actually ended up winning right the won the whole thing and then that song was about courage and I before that whole thing I had only like been in my bedroom writing songs all the time playing for my parents but never out of my bedroom in a way and then I wrote a song about courage played it in front of a lot of people and just like so many people reached out and said thank you so much this song has truly helped me to be more courageous and just to stand up for myself and be my authentic self. And that's like kind of where I knew that music can make a change. And like, I always really wanted to be, to make a change in some way. And I just like realized that this was the way to do it. Um, and I think, yeah, I think like the, my, fans and the people that listen to my song makes me brave and they I they tell me or like they I know that they want me to just be authentic and real so I really need to just like dig deep and be the most honest I can be in a way I kind of like a, a kind of like a, a two-way street you know you hope your music inspires them and by them listening, yeah. being inspired inspires you exactly yeah totally so that, that singing competition, that's something I wanted to talk about. Um, <laughs> yeah. you, see, you wrote that song about courage. Yeah. What, 
you say you're you said you're a shy person, especially younger. Was it difficult mm-hmm. for you to like submit that song and then go perform it and in front of all these people? Yeah. <laughs> it was actually my mom. She's like, "Come on, like you've written a song about courage. Isn't this the perfect thing to do? Just like do as where you're writing about and just like send this song in." And then I literally sent this song five minutes before like the the door <laughs> closed pretty much and then they called me a week later and I had to call them back like seven times because I <laughs> couldn't <laughs> understand anything they were saying I'm like what the? <laughs> and then going there because then you had to do an audition like I actually threw up like <laughs> a couple of times in the car going there because I was so nervous and like I came there and then was like all these young people had like their vocal coaches with them. They had like managements and all of these, like they were so trained. And I was like, Oh God, (laughs) this is not going well, but it turned out pretty good. So I'm now very happy, but I just remember it to be like such an anxious day. Please, please tell me you're not that anxious now when you perform. You don't, you're not throwing up in the car on the no, way to every live show. No, not throwing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I do get so nervous playing live still. It's oh, really? getting better, but, like, I don't eat during the whole day when I'm going to perform. So it's still pretty bad. But then, like, as soon as I get up on stage, it actually gets better. But it's just, like, I don't know what it is. You're able to step into um, that kind of alter ego. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you said you did the rec- this whole competition went well. Well, I mm-hmm. looked it up and you got offered a recording contract at 13 years yeah. old. That yeah. that's pretty well. That that's that's really really good. But I know. What was it like when you got that <laughs> offer? I was super happy. Like that was at that time probably the best day of my life <laughs> cuz that's all I've been dreaming about but I'm my parents actually was with me that day and they were like, "No." She's not going to do this. And I remember just being so upset and I cried the whole way home and we're so angry at them. And I couldn't understand, like they crushed my dreams. But today I'm like, that's the best decision they've ever made. And I'm so, so, so happy because I like obviously wasn't ready. I had no clue who I was or what I wanted to do. So it was definitely the right call. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, that's a yeah. huge decision for being th- just 13 years old. Totally. You, know, obvi- you know, obviously being upset is kind of like a normal reaction, I guess. When did you yeah. start to maybe understand like, oh, my parents really helped me out with that one? Uh, I mean, I was, yeah, like you said, I was 13, maybe around like later teenagers, like around 16, 17. That's kind of where I... Because I, like, literally nothing happened after that. I just went back to my room and started writing. And it just gave me, it almost, like, bought me some more time to figure myself out and just, like, what I wanted to do. And I just kept on writing and writing, too. And then eventually kind of figured out what I wanted to write about and what my sound was and all of that. And also my dad... I never taken any like vocal lessons or stuff like that because my dad used to like be an opera singer so he really wanted me to like find my own voice and like evolve 
in the right time and stuff like that. So I'm very, I'm very happy and thankful for that today. Exactly. It gave you the time to kind of mature and grow as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but during that time, I following that, I saw that you went to, uh, you went to a school, you know, you studied some music, but you went mm -hmm. to the same school where there was some pretty incredible alumni. I think it's the Ritmus Music School. Where a couple yeah. of big, big pop singers came from. What was it like going there? It is super inspiring for sure. There's like these plaques on the wall with all the names and faces of the famous people. But no, it's definitely very inspiring and it's nice to have some people to look up to and uh, someone that had set an example to show that this is where it starts and then where you can eventually end up mm -hmm. so it's definitely inspiring and it's such an inspiring environment to be at at a music school where everyone loves music and just is so creative and I actually think like I learned more probably just playing around and having fun with my classmates than actually the what like the teachers taught us because mm -hmm. I think it's just to be to be in a creative environment and having fun with it I think that's how you learn the most exactly yeah just kind of messing yeah. around and figuring out on your own exactly yeah completely so you said your dad is was an opera singer <clears throat> yeah Gro growing up what kind of music was on in your house what were you what were you listening to was it <laughs> opera stuff was it pop music what, what was it yeah, there was a lot of like classical music. I ne he never forced me in any way to like get into the classical music, but definitely a lot of that. And then I don't even know. Like I, the only the first remember I have of like a CD or something. I had like this CD called Hits for Kids. It was almost like a, it was more like a collection of songs. And I just remember like the Ketchup song. That was like my child. <laughs> 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 but yeah listen to a lot of different stuff he kind of introduced me to lauren hill which has been like a big inspiration growing up um so that was definitely one of them and then just i know a lot of swedish music as well but i and also eros ramasotti uh <laughs> italian guy so it's been very like a lot of different stuff actually does that, how has that influenced, I guess, your music and helped you maybe incorporate different sounds? I mean, I love that I have, like, all of these different references and grew up on so much different music that it wasn't just only one song. Because now, like, whenever my first EP, I listened a lot to, like, 60s, 70s music and took inspiration from that. And right now I'm actually writing an album and I'm at the moment really into like the punk inspiration but also like 90s hip-hop so it's fun I think that's like a very fun and creative way to also write because I think if you go and listen to like what's the hottest right now it's like what's top 50 on Spotify and that's like and also because what I'm writing now will probably get released in like maybe a year or two years even so what's on top 50 now would probably not be a trend or a thing in two years. So I think it's almost better to just like go back to the classical stuff and listen to old school music and then making it your own and making it modern and to be, it also makes you more creative, I think. And yeah, it helps 
because if everyone else is listening to the same trends, listening to the same music, yeah, each artist is going to kind of grow towards that direction. But if you're able to go back and listen to some punk music, I'm sure most pop artists right now are probably not listening to that. Yeah, totally. So can... And if I go and listen to a Dua Lipa song, I will probably just make copy of that song and that song already exists. So exactly. So yeah. You're right that you said you know you're already working on your your album, but you have this EP, yeah. a, gen- yeah. a gentleman's guide. It's getting a lot of great response right now. I'm seeing it. I'm yeah. seeing a lot of great stuff about it. I really enjoyed oh. listening to it. Um, just, Thank just how, you. Just how are you feeling right now? What's where's your mindset at? I'm so happy that it's out. I like most of these songs I wrote probably two years ago, so I've been like holding on to these songs for a long time. <laughs> So it feels really good for them to be out. But it's also like an empty feeling, I would say. Like I remember just like on the release day, you're so hyper and you're so pumped and like all these people are texting you and like everything is just amazing. And then kind of the day after you just feel so (laughs) empty and lonely and like (laughs) everything is over in a way. But I'm, uh, I think it's nice that I like, I know what's next and I know that I want to write more music and I kind of have a plan for what's to come. So that like gives me some sort of comfort. Otherwise I would just like freak out, I think. But no, I'm super happy and proud mm-hmm. of the EP. Well, maybe not think of it like an empty feeling. Maybe think of it as as an opportunity. How about that? Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> Well, a big thank you to Lova for coming onto the podcast. Remember, go down right into the show notes there. I have a link for you guys to check out A Gentleman's Guide, her brand new EP, as well as to follow her on social media so you can keep up to date with everything that she has going on in the future. And with that, that'll wrap it up for this episode of Anything Goes with Jackson Neal. Just thank you so much for checking it out and giving it a listen. Remember, make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on your favorite platforms, New episodes come out every Tuesday and Thursday. For more episodes, go down into the show notes and visit the link to jacksonneilpodcasts.com. That's where archives of this podcast, as well as my sports and music discussion podcasts, are located at. Now, if you're a really big fan of the show, maybe consider becoming a subscriber on Patreon. For there, it's just a couple dollars a month or even one dollar a month. You can get access to really, really cool bonus content right here from my podcast, including bonus content from today's episode with Lova, where we talk about how she loves Pharrell and would love to sit down and have dinner with him, what kind of music she's listening to, and all of this other great stuff. So make sure to check that out over there on Patreon. Link in the show notes. I write, record, produce, do everything for these podcasts myself as a full-time college student. So any little bit of support really allows me to spend more time making these cool episodes. Now, if you want to stay up to date on everything that I'm doing, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at JacksonNeil20. Today's music is by Analog by Nature with their song CDK Sunday. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you all next time.